Who do you think has the better love life? The free-thinking libertine unencumbered by old-fashioned morals or the committed religious believer? A new paper published in the Journal of Sex Research finds those with strong religious beliefs have more satisfying sex lives. The work is a joint project of Columbia University, the Norwegian Institute of Public Health and Exeter University. One of the researchers is Dr Nitsan Perry-Rotem from Exeter. We found that people who consider religion to be important in their lives generally have less sex on average. But on the other hand, they're more likely to report higher satisfaction with their sex lives. There are also differences in the context in which sexual activity happens. So those differences in sex frequency, they are mainly the result of either abstinence or being less sexually active outside the living partnership or outside marriage. This is what led to lower sex frequency among those who are more religious, whether men or women. But inside the relationship, inside a committed relationship, it blossoms, does it? We did find specifically higher sexual satisfaction among religious married women compared to their non-religious counterparts. So women within marriage who are more religious, they reported significantly higher satisfaction with their sex life compared to women who are less religious. We believe this has something to do with religious attitudes about the sanctity of marital sex. So if you're in a relationship, what it is almost considered a divine obligation to have sex and enjoy sex. Yes, there are many religious texts or, or doctrines that consider marital sex as something holy, Sex within marriage is actually encouraged within major religious groups, as opposed to sex outside marriage, which sometimes is considered sinful or generally being discouraged. Yes, Nitsam, this isn't specifically referred to in your article, but didn't I once read where in the Jewish faith, some Orthodox rabbis urge their congregants to go home after the service on Friday and make love? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Both in Christianity and in, in Judaism, sex within marriage is encouraged. I mean, this is the way children are made and, and this is part of building a family, which is a, there's a very high value attributed to the family and children in many religions. It's not completely hard line. I think you did find there are some limited circumstances in which a religious person might approve of sex or at least they might disapprove less of sex outside marriage. So what are those limited circumstances? So we did expect to find higher satisfaction within marriage, which we have found. However, we also found higher sexual satisfaction amongst religious single men. It was quite interesting because we saw that it is associated with 
expectations about sexual activity outside marriage and also attitudes or practices uh, related to casual sex. So those who are more religious, as I said, they were less sexually active when not in a stable relationship. But basically being either abstinence or rarely sexual or limiting sexual relationship to a partnership that is based on love and that basically that there's an expectation that it would lead to marriage. So limiting sexual relationship to this type of relationship is basically associated with higher sexual satisfaction. So especially in the context of higher religiosity, so there is no pressure or no expectation to be very sexual or very sexually active when not in a stable relationship. So it's basically those uh, who are not very religious, they were more likely to be dissatisfied for not having very frequent sex when outside a stable relationship. And it differs between men and women. I think women require Mm -hmm. much more commitment, even in premarital sex, women want much greater levels of commitment, the expectation that this is going to lead to marriage. It is possible that gender differences do play an important role. And also in the context of religious doctrine, so there are usually more strict rules or more strict expectations regarding women, regarding women's chastity or expectation that they perhaps wait until marriage, not having sex outside marriage relationship. So there are different expectations for men and women. However, what we did find that for both men and women, those who had higher approval of casual sex, that was actually linked with lower sexual satisfaction. So basically, sex without love or casual sex, we found that it's actually associated with lower sexual satisfaction. This partly explains some of the differences we found between religious and non-religious people. Religious people are more likely to adopt behaviors that are more conducive to sexual satisfaction. For example, investing more in long-term relationships or limiting sexual activity to a person that you are in love with. So we found that this in itself is associated with higher satisfaction from sex life. Just finally, Nitsam, there was one fascinating detail in this study. It doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. relate to religion, but you also found Mm -hmm. that the more educated a person was, the less active their sex life would be. What explains that? This is a very good question, and it is quite a surprising finding because we know from other studies about health and well-being, we know that the more educated you are, usually you have better outcome in health and in well-being or life satisfaction. But we didn't find this advantage in relation to sexual satisfaction. And this is quite surprising. There are some assumptions or hypotheses about what could explain this, both lower sex frequency and also lower sexual satisfaction among the higher educated people. Some explanations could be related to higher career pressure or stress from work. 
other explanations put more emphasis about relationship capital, how much people invest in private relationship as opposed to other types of endeavors or, mm-hmm. or investing in the labor market as opposed to investing in your own relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is another potential explanation. Yeah. Other explanations may have to do with cultural consumption. that higher educated people, they may engage in other types of activities, uh, perhaps going to the theater or, or to things that are more expensive ways of spending your time as opposed to having sex. So this is another potential explanation. Uh, I was going to say maybe they're spending too much time reading and writing, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's also possible. The thing is that there's not enough studies, and, and this is definitely part of my plans for future research to understand what determines sexual well-being. Sex is much more than just being a sexy topic. It actually has far-reaching implications on society and population. So, for example, sex frequency, it's a mediating factor in explaining fertility, for example. And this is true both in either developing or industrialized society. It still makes a difference. And it is also associated with physical and mental health. And it is also a predictor of union satisfaction and union stability. Dr. Nitsan Perry Rotem, she's co-author of a new paper, Religiosity, Sex Frequency and Sexual Satisfaction in Britain. The results are very interesting and we'll put a link to that on our website. Thanks for joining us on the program, Nitsan. Many thanks for having me, Andrew. Thank you. And this is the Religion and Ethics Report. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.